Baruch Haba, Not About Us viewers. Uh, thank you for joining us again. And uh, as always, I have no idea where I'm going with the intro. I'm winging it. So, uh, Brad, do you want to save me or should I just... <laughs> I can't save you. I don't have that power. <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, anyway, as always, this is Scott. This is Brad. And this is Not About Us. So thank you once again for joining us, and we are getting into, we're still in Genesis 6, we're talking about uh, the ark today. We're going to talk about uh, God giving, I almost said Moses, uh, God giving Noah instructions on how to build the ark. But before we start to do that, Brad, uh, could you please uh, just open up with prayer and invite the one who this is about to have his way here. Absolutely. Yahweh, Yeshua, Spirit, hallelujah. Thank you for podcast day. Thank you for this time of refreshing. Thank you for this time to study your word, to, to work on our relationship with you, to get to know you better and to understand who we are better as well through you. We can't do it alone. As always, we need you to be the guiding hand that shows us the things that you want us to see, to help us understand the things that you want us to know. We love you. We give you yes. honor. We give you glory. We give you praise. Thank you. Even the small amounts that we're capable of. Hallelujah. But we give it all to you because we do love you. We respect you. And we are just amazed by you. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Yahweh. Oh, thank you. So, anyway, uh, we were in Genesis, last time we did Genesis 6, 11 through 13. Uh, all the earth being corrupt, filled with violence. Uh, and so now, God says, you know, says, all right, Elohim said unto Noah, the end of all flesh has come before me, for the earth is filled with violence through them, and behold, I will destroy them with the earth. So now we come to Genesis 6, 14, and I believe it's through 16. I didn't write it down correctly. I think it's Genesis 14 through 16. Can I look at your Bible real quick? Yes, 14 through 16. I didn't write down 16. I don't know why, um, but uh, I just corrected that. So let's read that right now again. Um, as always, I'm reading from the Hebraic Roots version. Make you an ark of gopher wood. With rooms shall you make the ark, and shall pitch it within and without with pitch. And this is how you shall make it. The length of the ark, 300 cubits. The breadth of it, 50 cubits. And the height of it, 30 cubits. A light shall you make to the ark, and to a cubit shall you finish it upward. And the door of the ark shall you set in the side thereof. With lower, second, and third stories shall you make it. Now, before I go any further with this, I almost considered not podcasting uh, today. 
uh, at least this, uh, until I, I went over this more, because there's a lot about this that I still find confusing. And I was kind of, I was kind of debating, should I keep digging in some other areas for that? Uh, should I make it a little more, uh, I don't know, put, put a bow on it, make it a little shinier, you know, that kind of thing. And then I thought, you know, um, we're having performance issues. <laughs> oh, speak for yourself. Sir. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> looking at the video, it said, you are having performance issues. What happened there? Uh, for whatever reason, that pops up every so often. I think that's when we might see those little glitches, but overall, we should still be good. All right. All right. We're cool. But you know what? That highlights perfectly what I was trying to say. Uh, thank you, God, uh, because we're not – it doesn't have to be all polished and perfect. Uh, this is not about us, and, and we are not here to give you absolute perfect knowledge and truth. We can't. That's for the Holy Spirit to do. Uh we're here to, to, to be, <laughs> we're here for this. Uh, we're here just like you, searching and ourselves. And this is a mystery. This is a treasure hunt uh, that we so much enjoy, uh, hopefully like you do. And so this, I there's some really cool pieces out of this that I hope you'll enjoy. But there's some of it, I'm still going, I'm not sure about that. I don't know, you know, what's going on. This isn't polished to perfection just like our whatever yeah. technical issue that was right um so the first thing that jumped out at me was make you an ark of gopher wood now in this story just the noah and the ark story when you hear the word ark brad what do you think of well in this story i think of the boat. The boat. The giant right. vessel. And that's what jumped out at me. He doesn't say boat. Right. He doesn't say ship. He doesn't say build you a sailing vessel. Mm -hmm. He says build an ark. And I've always just automatically, you hear the word ark. Uh, you know, there's ark of the covenant. You know, there's other things. But even with that, I think if you just say the ark, period, I think of a boat. And... It's, it's, it's really not a boat. And the more I dug into this, uh, the more I realized it's, it's not, it's not even intended to be a boat. I mean, he, he didn't say boat or ship or sailing vessel on purpose. That's not what it is. Right. And I hadn't really considered that before. Now the word here, uh, the Hebrew word that is being used for ark is used in several places. It's the same word that is used in the Ark of the Covenant, it's also the same word that is used for the small box that, that was used to hide baby Moses in the water. Oh, that's fascinating. Yeah. Now, see, so, I, already, I already know some of the comparisons between the actual Noah's Ark and the Ark of the Covenant, just from things that we've discussed and whatnot. Mm -hmm. um, but... I did not know that the Hebrew word was actually the same for all of those as well, which gives it cements that even more. Yeah. Now I do want to go into because I think, yeah, the ark, the ark of the covenant, the ark that held baby Moses, the ark that's that's got Noah and his family, it's all the ark for a reason. They all symbolize essentially the same thing. Now, what did the ark that held 
baby Moses actually hold? What, who, what did Moses end up being, essentially? God's prophet, God's... Prophet. Uh, yeah. His voice, mm -hmm. his speaking the words of God. Um, what was put into the <laughs> Ark of the Covenant? The law. The, the law. The, and, and in word. fact, many places in the Bible, it doesn't say the Ark of the Covenant. It says the Ark of the Testimony. Right. Yeah. It's, so it's the Word of God. It's what spoke... And essentially, using that, I said, okay, so what went into Noah's Ark? And in understanding, they're all really telling the same story. Noah and his family were the testimony of God's love to us. It, 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 they, their lives were that testimony. Um, Exodus 25, 16 and then Exodus 25, 21. I'm just going to say them right together. And you shall put into the ark the testimony which I shall give you. And you shall put the ark cover above upon the ark. And in the ark you shall put the testimony that I shall give you. So again, that's two verses. You know, I just combined them uh, slightly separated. But it's just emphasizing in the ark of the covenant was the testimony that God spoke to us, right. about us. Deuteronomy 10, 1 through 2. At that time, Yahweh said unto me, this is Moses talking, or Moshi, hew you two tables of stone like unto the first. Why does he say like unto the first? Because the first one's Moses smashed. Right. Yeah, so he says, do it again. <laughs> <laughs> says, they're, they're, they're broken, they do it again. Uh, and come up unto me into the mount and make you an ark of wood, which is the ark of the covenant that, you know, that he's going to make. And I will write upon the tables the words that were on the first tables of stone, like unto the first, and went, and went up into the mount, having the two tables in my hand. And 1 Kings 8, 9. There was nothing in the ark save the two tables of stone which Moshe put in there at Horeb. When Yahweh made a covenant with the children of Israel when they came out of the land of Egypt. All of that to show how the Bible is saying what was in the ark of the covenant was his testimony, his, his, his law, his covenant, his word to the people of Israel. So, Ark, Strong's Concordance, 8392. Teba. Teba is the word uh, used in all of these places. The ark, Noah's Ark, the Ark of the Covenant, the, the box that held baby Moses. Teba. Now, there is uncertainty, according to Strong's Concordance, uh, as to the meaning or origin of this word. There is speculation that it can mean of or for. Derivative, derivatively has become known to be, to, to be meant as a box. Now that is significant too, because again, it's not a boat. Right. You know, they didn't carry the boat of the covenant. It wasn't sailing. It was just a box holding the people, Noah, Noah and his family. It's just a box. Uh, it didn't have a rudder, didn't have a sail. It, it just was a container that held them inside and, and protected them in case, 
kept them safe from the outside elements. Right. Now, I, I did find this fascinating that there's speculation it can mean of or for. So the ark, if that's correct, can literally be translated of or for. I want you know. So it's like it's of or for who? Well, apparently, you know, the people involved, you know, the, the ones inside it, or is it God? Is it of or for God? Uh, and and then what's inside is his treasure. Is it is it is it for him? Is it of him? And what's inside is what he keeps. So so I thought that was kind of special. That is pretty special. Not a huge thing, but you know we were also we the animals and us we were created because God spoke. Mm-hmm. You know, so we're we're literally as the animals and the people. They're also his word. Yes. Inside. Yeah. Uh, the, the the ark boat. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, you're absolutely right. Just like uh, the the two tables of stone. You know, God God told Moses, "You create the tables of stone. I will write on them." So Moses chiseled out two tablets. Right. He didn't chisel out the words. God said, "I'm going to write the words." And just like this, he told Noah. Build the container I will put into the container what I will. So, uh, yeah, very cool. Yeah. So now the word picture here, Tav Bet Hey, I came up with several things that I just thought were really cool. So this is all for the Ark. Behold the house of the covenant. It can also stand for the cross in our hearts revealed. Whoa, that's a cool one. So being in the ark means the cross in your heart is revealed to the world. In what you know, you think of it like that. Yeah. And the ark itself, you know, uh, the cross in our hearts revealed. And also, I came up with that which joins the family together. So, because it was, I mean, if you think about it, the right. entire family of God was in that ark at that time when everything else was being wiped out by the flood, by the, the catastrophe that followed. Now, move on to gopher. Uh, make it, uh, it says, make the ark of gopher wood. I have to confess to you, I'm 50 years old. I always... My entire life, I thought this referred to the animal. <laughs> I guess I would have too. Yeah, I just go for wood. Now, something jumped out at me here too. Uh, this right here, make the ark of gopher wood. It's the only place in the entire Bible that the word gopher is used. So that gave me just an idea that maybe there's a significance to this. Yeah, that's kind of unique. And, well, apparently gopher in Hebrew, is just that, gopher. That's how it's pronounced in Hebrew. Uh, in, in English, gopher is the animal, chops down trees and makes dams in the river and, and, and so forth. Um, and I always thought it was a reference to that in some way. Like this this wood, uh, someone just called it gopher wood because they noticed that the gophers, you know, commonly use that those trees, something like that. I just I had no idea where it came from, but I always assumed it had some connection like that. 
Now I'm finding out, no, gopher is just a Hebrew word that sounds that way. And they just, they just left the sound of the word. They didn't translate the meaning of the word. Uh, they transliterated, didn't translate. I never knew that before. I guess I never really put that much thought into it. But yeah, I would just immediately yeah. assume animal. But gopher, the Hebrew word gopher, it comes from an unused root that means to house in. So he's told him specifically the wood that they should use is meant to house in. So, I mean, think about that. He wasn't, they weren't just putting them in and being protected. This was a symbol. Is This is your house. This is your dwelling place. The, the, the ark, the ark of the covenant, all, you know, all of it is a symbol of this is where you live. Now, the kind of tree or wood that was actually used was probably cypress. Um, again, I'm not sure that anyone absolutely knows one way or the other. But it is interesting. Again, he didn't say, go cut, go cut cypress trees. He said, go use gopher wood. Go use, uh, go use a specific word that says we're going to make a house. And I found that fascinating. By the way, on that note, I, I review these from time to time and, and I constantly, as I'm listening to myself, I go, how many times can I say the word fascinating? <laughs> so I'm really sorry. If I, I, I do. I, I overuse it. I'm sorry. Um, well, if that's what you think though, I mean, if it is. <laughs> that's, that's true. Yeah. Um, now the word picture here, gimel, uh, fe, grace, an interpretation I came up with. There's a couple. Uh, now gimel can mean pride or it can mean something lifted up. Uh, fe means mouth, word, something spoken, uh, grace is person, first, head, that which is the highest, chief, most important. So one of the things I came up with was uh, gopher stands for pride of Yahweh, word of Yahweh, and Yahweh. You know, uh, just, just that trio right there. And that should be our house right there. Um, now, another thing I also came up with, you know, because Gmail is something lifted up and, and the other, you know, word and the word of the most important, well, the word of God. So I, I came up with lift up Yeshua. Yeah. So, and, yeah. and, and think about that is when the waters hit the, the ark was always above it, was always, and it, and it was just continually raising uh, as the waters lifted. So what do we have in the word picture of gopher? Lift up Yeshua. And when you kind of put the two together, lift up Yeshua to see the cross in our own hearts revealed. Yeah. I mean, uh-huh. Ooh. Oh, mm -hmm. these are good. And so then I moved to pitch. Now, pitch, 
Um, I don't think, by the way, for Gopher, I don't think I mentioned this. For those of you who want to keep track on your own, Gopher is Strong's Concordance 1613. I don't think I mentioned that. Sorry if I'm repeating myself. But um, for those of you who want to check it out on your, on your own, that's, that's what it is. Uh, but Pitch is Strong's Concordance 3724. And this is interesting. Uh, it's Gopher. So Gopher would is pitched with Kofer. Yeah. I didn't really find, you know, uh, you know, okay, they sound alike. Uh, I didn't find anything totally unique there, but the meanings kind of correlate, and you'll see in a second here. So, now, properly, Kofer means a cover. In other words, now, I found this interesting. Literally, it means a village. And I don't, I, I'd have to, want, that, that made me confused. This is one of those things I didn't have a great answer for. Properly, it means a cover. Okay, I get that. We're going to cover the ark. But literally, the word can mean a village. I didn't see the connection. Cover, village. What, why did we get one from the other? Yeah. I'm not exactly sure. That's one of those things I, I would have liked to have looked into more. And I still retain the right to come back as I find more information out. But, uh, you know, it's one of those things I didn't have a complete answer for. Well, and maybe somebody listening knows and they can share with us too. But yeah. But yeah, no. I, I Kind of on subject, but um, so you have the, the wood uh, that is um, our house uh, in Yahweh, but you should make your house, you should cover your house with Yahweh. Is kind of what I'm getting. Uh, you know, yes, you should live here, but you should also cover it with Yahweh so it's protected yeah. by Yahweh. But covered with Yahweh, but specifically what of Yahweh's? Now, there's more to this word, so that's why this is a mate. You are on the right track of where I was going. So first of all, uh, another meaning for kofer is specifically bitumen when used for coating something or the henna plant when used for dyeing something so I that becomes this. a cover so so that's that's not a cover like a lid right that's a cover like a paste or something liquid and now figuratively this word means redemption or price so what was the price of our redemption was the blood of Jesus. So I started to see this as they're in the house which is covered with the blood of Jesus. I was also seeing this as, as a, a direct reference to Passover. Yeah. And covered with the blood yeah. on, on the fence posts on the wood. Uh, you know, uh, of, you know, the door of the house um, which in some cases might not be wood. I, I do understand that. But um, but just this word made me realize we've got in a picture of the ark here um, the, the house of the covenant. You know, this, this is the house that the covenant has built. It is intended... Uh, to be, it, 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 it's Yeshua, it's the pride, it, this is Yahweh himself, we're to live in Yahweh, this is, we lift Yeshua up, 
uh, uh, and the the house itself is covered by the blood, and we're protected inside. It is covered inside and out with the blood of Yeshua, and that's what this picture, Noah's Ark. Uh, I'd always seen Noah's Ark as okay. Uh, it's obviously a picture of God protecting us. God saving mankind from the destruction around us. That that much is obvious to see. But I didn't get this detail before. Right. Of exactly what each element of this represents and what it's it's actually prophesying and foreshadowing. Well, just like most of Scripture, I mean, from a surface level, you can be saved. Yeah. But it's when you go in here and you look into this stuff that you really see There's, it's even more perfect and amazing and beautiful Mm -hmm. uh, than we even could phantom just by looking at that surface level. Yeah. So now we've come up with pitch as the redemption, the price, this, you know, this covering, the word picture, kofer, kofer. Now it's kof, fe, resh. Gopher was gimel, fe, resh. So they both end with the word of God. But Kofer starts with a cover. Uh, Kaf means cover. So we have in the very word picture the covering of Yeshua. So that that all just um, amazed me. I, I I just I love the word picture in in those three just combined, just forming just made the ark itself new to me. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we we know these things, but even just your you put the picture in my head of the ark rising above the water, right, you know, Yeshua is mm-hmm. rising. I you know, I never really think of it in that way, but yeah. oh, just that image by itself is beautiful. Yeah, I mean, really you think about it, he didn't the ark didn't sit there on the ground and then the waters just cover it and keep rising. And, and Noah's like, protect it on the inside like a submarine. Right. And just don't worry. The water's all around, but we're here safe. It's not going to get in. No, it was constantly rising above it all. Uh, no matter if the waters uh, came harder, it, you know, if the waters went deeper, it kept going up. No matter what the water did, no matter what came against it, it was always going to be above it. And I think that's part of the picture that we're supposed to see. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. Now, uh, one other thing I looked at was light. Now in, in King James version and in Bible hub, they translate this as window. Yeah. And which makes sense, but I did like the word light here. Put a light, uh, above now Strong's concordance. This is number six, six, seven, two. So Sohar. And it means a light, in other words, a window. So, uh, you know, both both words Work. are fine. Both, yeah, both, e- either translation is cool. But the word itself refers to a dual or double light. In other words, noon. So it's the very center of the day, when the sun is at its highest. And, and uh, what did he say? Put this at the top, you know, of the ark. And the word picture here that I got, Sade He Resh, 
the interpretation that I came up with was man lost to your own troubles and desires, behold Yeshua. And I liked that fact that it, it just refers to the brightest part, uh, uh, very central part of the day. Sun is at its highest. Uh, the, the sun is uh, shining the brightest on the earth. And that's what Noah was told to put at the top of the ark. Yeah. <laughs> We've got, behold, Yeshua. We need a window to that light. Uh, we've got to see him in, in, in whatever comes upon the earth. We've got to keep our eyes on that light. Well, and imagine actually being on the ark with the chaos of the storm and being rocked and back and forth, surrounded by all of these creatures and, and, and all of this. It could, you can imagine that there are times where you probably were scared. Mm -hmm. But deemed able to look up and know it's okay. Yeah. Oh, that's, yeah. that's, that's cool. Now, there are a few th other things I want to throw out here. But again, things I didn't have complete conclusions on. was wondering if I should hold off on this. So I'm just going to kind of throw them out there for now at least. Just toss them out. Might never come back to them. Um, there were three stories specifically says a lower, a second, and a third story to the ark. Mm -hmm. Now, I've heard stories talk about, we're not there yet, or I'd, I'd get into it in more detail, about how God created the tabernacle uh, uh, exactly a certain way. And, and, and uh, the house, you know, Solomon's porch, and, and, and the, every, everything about uh, when, the, when the Hebrews were going through the wilderness and how they had to set it up and where they put... Uh, the Ark of the Covenant and how how they where they put the tents and where they put the walls around it and and all of that refers to the body. It all it all specifically is is a metaphor and a reference to our bodies, and and it was a specifically talking about how you know the Ark of the Covenant was in the very central place, uh, uh, our emotional core essentially. And that's where it lived. That's where it dwelt. That's where God wants to live. And so I kind of came back with this in mind is this, are there three stories to this ark where we, where the house of God, is that us? Is that three stories, soul, spirit, body? Is that, is, is this, and again, I don't have a any conclusions right here? It just made me think. Uh, is this referring to this vessel being the house of God? This is where God wants to dwell. Uh, is the ark specifically designed with three stories for that purpose? There, uh, or the the you know we dwell in the Trinity of God. Right. You I was know? just saying. We got you got your three again. So mm -hmm. there's some sort of perfected right. reason here. Is it both? You know, uh, um, it's just something that made me think. Yeah, you're exactly right. There's three for a reason, but I hadn't come to any absolute conclusion, or I hadn't hadn't really found anything in more detail to support any one way of thinking on this one. It just got me thinking. Yeah. Huh. I'll have to think about it more too. I don't have anything okay. concrete, but yeah. 
Now, another thing I did get into a little bit about, and I'll share here, uh, was the fact that he gives specific dimensions. It's 300 by 50 by 30 cubits. Now, that is 45,000 cubic cubits. Um, I don't have really a meaning for that right now. Um, but the meaning of the numbers themselves, now 300 stands for walking with God. 50 is the number of Jubilee, and 30 is the number of divine service. So you can combine that and say the ark, the house that we're supposed to live in, is a combination multiplied walking with God, multiplied by Jubilee, uh, being set free, and, and just the joy uh, that comes along with that, multiplied by divine service. Whoa. And I just liked that image in and of itself. That's, that's where we need to live. Right. Oh, that's interesting. But now the word picture that goes along with these numbers is Sheen Nun Lamed. And see, here's another one. I should have seen if that is actually a word in and of itself. I, I didn't do that. Now, I'm only now thinking of that. Should, I should have found out if that makes a, a word. Uh, and what that means. But Sheen Nun Lamed, 300 times 50 times 30. And again, this is, I didn't really have any absolute conclusions, but Sheen can mean eat, consume, destroy, uh, point of a rock, a peak, uh, can also mean El Shaddai. Nun means seed, fish, activity, life, uh, descendant, heir to the throne, faithfulness, among other things. And Lamed, staff, goad, control, prod, uh, teach, learn. And I didn't really have anything. Again, I, I was trying, I was kind of, uh, this, this was toward the tail end of one of the things I was writing, so I didn't put a lot of time into this one. Uh, the rest of because I was still looking up all the rest of the confusing things uh, that, that were throwing me. Um, so I throw it out there for you. Uh, 300, by 50, 300 times 50 times 30. What does that mean to you? Uh, feel free to let us know in the comments. Again, this is why I said I, I debated whether to even present this to you because I had so many of these things that I don't have a conclusion on. Right. But this isn't about us. I don't have to have a conclusion. <laughs> uh, I'm not God, you know. Yay! And I don't know. Any any instant thoughts? No, uh, my instant thoughts are not necessarily about uh, word picture or anything like that. Okay. I just what fascin fascinates me is that the arc was actually we we can't. We can't probably figure out the exact dimensions. We have an idea because we know what a cubit was, but cubit can actually be different depending on the person. Yeah. You know, so we might not actually know the exact measurements, but we can get an idea. And this is one of those things where um, kind of the picture that we paint in our head from the time that we're little kids and we hear about this story is we always kind of imagine this cutesy little arc with giraffe heads peeking out, yeah, you know what, and it's always small, and it's always, you know, and God could do a miracle with a small ark, 
But the truth is, this thing was huge. Mm-hmm. Absolutely huge. And um, I'm, I'm fascinated by this. I have not done this yet, but they're, uh, Ken Ham and his team, they've, they have created the Ark Encounter. And I really want to go visit it because they've, yeah. they've done the best they can to try to figure out the measurements. And, and I just want to go and just take in how big that thing really would, would be. Because since the time I was a little kid, I always pictured this as just kind of a small little rickety boat. <laughs> Which, you know, God could do a miracle with that. But the truth is, by these numbers, we know that it was actually huge. Yeah. Which I find absolutely, actually way more fascinating than the cute little... (laughs) (laughs) Right. But, uh, uh, yeah, I I don't know. I'd have to spend some more time looking at those numbers myself to to kind of think of a word picture. But that's, that's the cool thing about it is you don't need our word picture. Uh, you can look at it yourself and see if something sticks out to you. I wish, I, I would love to get to a point where we are commenting and uh, people send us theirs and we can compare what they got <laughs> right. with what we got. And oh, that would just be that would be fantastic. All right, so this is going to be a pretty short one. Like I said, I I I really wanted. I ended up deciding I wanted to do it because I wanted to get that picture of the ark out there. I thought it was so cool. And dare I say, fascinating. Uh, but, <laughs> but yeah, just Mr. Spock. That's right. <laughs> but uh, that's pretty much all I had today. So, uh, any last closing thoughts before we move on? We're going to record some more pieces after this. Uh, no, I, I, no, but then I do. Yeah, <laughs> I do that. that's my thing. <laughs> You're fascinated, and I go, no, but let me tell you five minutes why. <laughs> but. Uh, just I think I think I think you've already nailed it with this one. Um, you know, Yahweh is where we need to live, and by Yeshua's blood, we're protected and saved. I think that's yeah the simplified, beautiful message from this one. All right. Well, in that case, let's go ahead and wrap it up for today. Uh, as always, I'm Scott, and I'm Brad, and this has been not about us.